Hello everyone. How are we doing today? Adam here from Three Cat Radio, and today we have one of the hottest stars coming up in today's scene right now. Um he is the Rat King. It's two bit. How are you doing, my friend? Hello, I'm good. You all right? I'm fantastic, mate. Fantastic. Not too bad myself. Lovely. What have you been up to recently? Well, you've been working. <laughs> um, I had an essay to do at uni last week that I was telling you about. Mm. It was all about football banning orders. I can tell you so much about football banning orders. I know absolutely nothing about football. Football banning orders, though. Um, so I did that essay. And then I've got like a week free from uni now. So I'm just trying to get down to training as much as I can. Um, especially because I kind of had like three weeks indoors almost. I caught COVID over Christmas, had to self-isolate on Christmas Day, which is a bit shit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, literally Jenny came and picked me up uh, the day I finished isolating. And then the day we got back, she tested positive. And obviously there's like an incubation period. So it's not even like she caught it off me. She caught it and then by chance happened to cross. And so that isolated in a week. It was just like Brutal. the most unfortunate series of events. Yeah. That's the... Wow. I, I That sucks. That genuinely... I, I genuinely... Wow. Okay. Um... Well, it was rough, but I'm out now. <laughs> Sorry. I'm free now at training. Having fun. I was gonna say I understand how you feel, but you had it worse because <laughs> I um I'm gonna assume you caught it from the uh Christmas do. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm guessing so. Um, but like it, it's so weird because you can't know for sure. Yeah. Especially when you do lateral flows and um they show up negative because you're in an incubation period, but you still got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's how I was because I was asymptomatic because I caught it over um over christmas as well christmas and new year as well um and it was one of them where um it it, it just it is what it is but i i was asymptomatic so when i got the test back i was like oh that's shit <laughs> how, how were symptoms for you because personally for me i i was expecting a lot worse like i've I think, had worse colds yeah i think this um this current variant, I think, spread quicker, but the symptoms aren't as bad. I was symptomless. I was symptomatic, but at the same time, I was so exhausted. It, the exhaustion hit me like a brick. I was sleeping I, I, 12 hours plus. I wasn't sleeping more, but I definitely felt out of it. Mm. Like, you know, when you've drank a lot and you're not quite hungover, but you're not, you're not quite all there. You're a bit fragile. Yeah, like that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I know that. I, I, that's kind of how I felt after the Christmas too, because I got <laughs> um, more drunk than I could to admit, and I ended up like, drinking almost a gallon of water to sober myself up. And then I stopped at my mates, and trains were cancelled all day, so I got an Uber from Manchester to Wigan. That's rough. Obviously, I quit. <laughs> Which, to be fair, isn't bad when you think about it. Is there not a bus that goes? I I don't know, but if it was, I, I was at that stage where I was like, yeah, hey, for when you when you to get straight home or a bus that takes so long. Yeah, if I'm hungover, the last thing I want to do is get on a bus full of people. 
yeah, I was happy with just the Uber and done. Just just get me home. <laughs> I was done at that point. Yeah. That's that there's nothing worse when you're hungover and you're in somebody else's house and you like haven't got your own comforts. That's exactly how I felt. Exactly. I left really early and they're like, you could have stayed. I was like, I could have. And I don't get me wrong. I couldn't appreciate it anymore for them giving me the place to stay. But you're exactly right that when I'm drunk and hungover, I, I want my own space. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. So we've kind of um, veered off topic a bit, though. <laughs> um, yeah, COVID talk. Welcome to current times. Eh? So um, where did they... I could ask where the Rat King gimmick came from, but I could also, in that vein, where did 2-Bit come from? Because it's different. It's different, yeah. Um, so originally 2-Bit, the whole premise of 2-Bit was, it was just kind of like a funny little character. And for context, I've, I'd started wrestling training at 13. Um, so this was like a thing that I came up when I was 14. Uh, I used to like Hollywood Undead. And if you know Charlie Sheen, he's got like the bandana and the hood. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and we were at training and we were talking just about like, you know, different gimmicks and all that sort of side of it. And somebody was on about like a gangster sort of gimmick, but like they've been hanging around the strip clubs and they've started dealing stuff and that sort of side. And I was like, oh, well, what about like a chav? And so I, I started doing this whole chav thing. And the name 2-Bit came from, I was playing GTA 5 one day, and there's a bit where Michael calls Franklin a 2-Bit gangster gone 3-Bit. Um, and I was like, oh, 2-Bit. And I was like, ah, you know, because it's, um, and it was like kind of inspired by like Tupac and like famous gangster names that like a little chav would be inspired by. Um, years later, I think I found I'm much more comfortable in the whole Rat King thing. I've kind of binned off the whole chav thing. <laughs> um, and so with the Rat King, the we came up with it. It was me, Chris Brooker, Danny Martin, and Ethan Allen that we all, were just like picking ideas about and stuff at training one day. Um, and there was a lot of different names we had ideas about. And, you know, it was all sort of similar. I think one of them was like something to do with a cockroach, like all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then lockdown hit. And so I gave it like a proper long thought and over lockdown, like a proper worked on like working out a backstory if I wanted one and like trying to really understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd settled on Rat King. And I think the best way to explain what Rat King means to me right now is, uh, so I got like in a big argument when I was 17. And during that argument, there was something quite personal said. And I got very, very angry um, to the point where I showed my teeth like a dog, but like not, I didn't even mean to do it. Like yeah. naturally my body just reacted by showing my teeth. I like, I look back on that. I'm like, what, <laughs> what, am I, what am I showing my teeth for? But that like animalistic strip back, like just that side of you, that's what racking, like everyone has a lot of racking in them sometimes. Um, like sometimes I get on the bus and I've had a stressful day and I'm a bit peeved off and the bus is full of people and then there's people having conversations and I'm just, it just angers me. Do you ever get that? <laughs> like you're unreasonably annoyed. Yes. Yeah. Especially on the bus. That's why if 
earphones or headphones or something isn't working and I have to listen to inane conversation about something I really couldn't care less about it yeah it does get yeah. you angry <laughs> it gets under your skin and you can't explain it that's that's racking <laughs> it's like that stripped back unreasonable anger and I and because I'm a smaller guy I'm like five foot five I can't wrestle like a big guy do you know what I mean and I'm not like I, I think I'm good athleticism wise but i'm not to the point of like you know doing lucha stuff and doing all these flips and that that doesn't really fit me um and my strengths so i i do get angry and i get feral because i need to in order to win matches yeah i like it a lot it does have that feral sort of aspect to it and it definitely comes across in the ring because you your style is very much like that, like sort of pit bull mentality. That's a good way of describing it, yeah. Pit yeah. Terrier sort of thing, yeah. Little goblin, man. <laughs> it's great, though. Because like, I remember the first time it came out, it was like Future Shock, and I was like, oh, okay, who's this? Because I, I, at that time, didn't know who you were at that time. I soon found out who you were. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> which match was this oh bloody hell um, shit is that the one that was in the middle of lockdown possibly I remember because it was at Future Shock at Stockport Girdall and we were like to the left of um, the entrance okay. so it, I remember you coming out just staring I was like oh. I remember <laughs> I, the, I did the one show and it was sort of in between the transition from the whole Chav thing to the Rat King thing. So I was still kind of doing the Chav bits. I think but like, I look back at that match now and I'm like, like, oh, I'm so much happier with where I am now with everything. It's the process that's, that's though, a, isn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. I, I, that's, the, that's the great thing about it. It's a process. And I mean, I, I mean you've got a lot more experience than me. I've uh, trained for a bit we've seen each other at promo classes and um yeah it, it, that's one of the things i do actually really love about it so it's a a process and you're never really at no matter where you are in your in your career as a wrestler you're never exactly you're never always at that final destination of character yeah i'd say it's like that for everything yeah mm. you're always working towards something yeah yeah but, it keeps it interesting. Like I, I said, because um, they had Clash on, you know, Nathan Williams. Um, I just said his name. Full name on the podcast. Fantastic. I'm pretty sure he's got that on his Twitter anyway. Um, yeah, I, 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 when it comes to wrestling, you're pretty much only limited to your imagination. Yeah. So you were... Um, oh, Sometimes it's... Sometimes it depends on how many flips you can do, I guess. But well, yeah, I I can't I can't see myself doing many flips. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah. I, I can't. And six foot and um, well, I don't think that really, can't, really means much to be honest. But I'm as cumbersome as they come. I, my agility is not inc- not necessarily up there with the likes of say Sonny Derson. So, um, yeah. Ah, oh, you'll, you'll get there. <laughs> Looking forward to it. But, um, talking about your style, you have a very um, technical, but 
again hard hitting kind of style is that always is that was that always something you were looking to like lean towards as your style uh i'm in quite a weird position in wrestling in that i so started when i was 13 so like growing up i i didn't grow up watching wrestling completely as a fan i always grew up watching wrestling but also doing it so it was it's really weird dynamic um and so like growing up it was very much i'd watch wwe because it's what we all do as kids uh we, we didn't know anything else existed and when i was younger uh ray mysterio was my favorite like i loved ray mysterio and lucha like lucha style and like ranas and, her, and all that stuff uh, insane i loved it like you know i'm create a superstar on the games and everything. I'd always put a mask on the wrestler and I could not understand for the life of me why nobody else wore masks. I was like, <laughs> why isn't this company full of people with masks? Masks are so cool. They um, are though. <laughs> I mean, ironically, I do not wear a mask now, but <laughs> little Edward would be uh, very angry. Yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, for, for a, a long time, I wanted to do Lucha stuff. Uh, but that this is talking like when I was a teenager, as I was growing up, and then yeah, then as like I developed my gimmick and character and everything, and also realised that I'm not quite as good at flips as I wanted to be, um, and that sort of style, and also it didn't really fit. I kind of then, yeah, went towards this more hybrid style. I think it just it, I I just prefer it that like, it makes sense, and definitely now I prefer um. Like that sort of pure style wrestling. I enjoy watching that a lot more. That interests me a lot more. So does a lot of other styles. But that in particular does. Yeah, it's it's always interesting seeing what different styles interest different people. Because I'm a firm believer that there's something out there for every wrestling fan. Definitely a firm believer of that. I mean, it's it's so versatile. And but in your your style is different, though. You go for the technical like submissions and things like that, but with your gimmick, I, it's so hard-hitting. It's like you're making your opponent suffer for the sake of being in the same ring as you. It's great. It is very, very hard-hitting and very in-your-face and rough, but it, it's in, very engaging at the same time. It, it, does work but yeah it's interesting to me because um so i've got here and i'm pretty sure my viewers are pretty bored of me saying this but one of my favorites of all time is ridgeway and i'd say your style's not too dissimilar but there's enough discrepancies to very much to differentiate between the two like i think his is a bit more um What's the word they use for it now? I forgot. Um, like calculated or something like that, and yours okay. is like more like in your face. Like I'm gonna like murder you. <laughs> Basically, I'm gonna make you suffer. A bit more um, opportunistic rather than yeah. Like I go in with half a plan, whereas Riddy might go in with a full plan. I go in with half a plan, see what happens, and then I see oh. You've just hurt your leg. I'm going to bend it in half. There it is, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like, and you can see it. Like, as soon as they've 
hurt themselves it's like that little glint in your eye and it's like oh god there we go and they're fucked and it's great I like and... oh so sorry oh i was just gonna say yeah i like having the moments it's great like, i just like moments in wrestling just you know where you're a moment it's not even a move just a moment you're like oh my god whether it's yeah. like a standoff or whether it's like a they've hurt your leg and you're going oh two bit loves it when they hurt the legs yeah that 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 like Vince says like wrestling is about moments and to, he is he is correct in that regard like wrestling is 100% about moments and you could have the best match in the world but that that moment it, it's like little things that like they're the things that play back when you when you're going home like there are the things that play back in your mind those little moments like someone holding the belt up high and those standoffs or um someone going for a high-risk move missing damage your leg and then you're straight in there straight away moments like that like make make the story of wrestling much better like just amazing to watch but you, um, as I said, we seen each other at promo class, and your promo on Ridgeway was insane. I'd love to know, like, the inspiration of that because it was fantastic. Uh, I just got out of camera, and I, I wanted it to be um, just stripped back and real because. Uh, I found in wrestling sometimes, um, like it just creates its own stories, which is really cool. It's just like how it, it's cool how things work out. Um, one of them was at the match that I had with Chris Ridgway. So when I first started training at 13, he was like there in my first session. Um, and this, this is talking like eight years ago, uh, like no beard, like skinny, no tattoos. Maybe yeah, he had like the, the big one on his chest and like maybe a couple of others, but like mad what he looked like back then compared to now. Um, and like he taught me how to run the ropes in my first session. And like I, at that moment, yet did I know what was going to happen. Like off he goes to Japan and everything. Yeah. I'm like, mad. Um, so yeah, like we used to train with Chris like every session. Uh, and then he ended up moving to Liverpool, somewhere, you know, that sort of area. Um, just for wrestling and everything else. The place that we were at uh, is proper out in the middle of nowhere, like isolated, hours drive to the motorway. And yes, and then, um, and then there was a couple of years where I was just stuck out training there. And then I moved to Manchester a couple of years ago, started training at Future Shock and everything. Uh, and then Chris has started training at Future Shock again. So it's cool because then I'm training with him again after like years of not. Um, and for it to because we were supposed to have a match at where we came from at KOW but it just never worked out and I mean the other two lads that I came up with Will and Lucas Neon like they both got their matches with Chris and then I just never got mine and then like for it to years later it's then me and Chris at catch that is just really cool you've got that history so that, that's a that's a perfect story right there. It's organic. And yeah, well, that's what I mean. It just like creates itself. And so I, I just wanted to do a promo, not necessarily even, you know, like Rat King, Angry Goblin Man, 
I just thought it, at the very least to just explain, like, look at this cool story that has happened that you probably don't know about. I, one life really does just throw curveballs like that, doesn't it? I, server platter, right there, perfect story. Just don't even need to think. It's just there. But when you've come through such a long history of training together that you've gone away come back and you're back together again it's yeah massive absolutely massive like i was the plan for me was to because uh, i was talking to the charlie i believe because you had a match with rich where a catch of course and i was hoping to watch it because i think if i'm not mistaken it went up today on demand i'm not certain I was hoping to watch it beforehand, but I got called into work. And yeah, well, that kind of put a foil in that plan. I 100% tracked that down because two bit and ways I matched that. I would have loved to watch live, purely for the sounds, the kicks. And yeah, yeah. they were quite loud. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I, what? I, Talk us through like that that match. It must have been like a special feeling being because like, I imagine I can imagine the atmosphere being insane. Yeah, it was mental. Um so I mean I when I did the first Monday night catch, um I thought I was gonna be buddy because you're a classic bad guy too. But anyway, I ended up coming out and everyone cheered, so I was goody. And then ever since then I've just been like a goody. And then that match. Like, I've never been cheered like that in my life. It was wild. Um, and, like, afterwards, I got, like, a, everyone did, like, a standing ovation and everything. And, like, that moment in my head, like, looking out to the crowd and everyone's just, like, stood and clapping and like, it's just mad. And to have um, to have Will there, who's my best friend and who I, like, ended up living with, and, like, him and his mum, who, like, took me in and let me live in the house with them, like, to have them there for that moment, too, was, like great and i think um i think we we got the show footage as wrestlers so i've watched it back uh this week and you can see at the end of the thing i get out the ring and i go and hug them and jennifer's there too and i hug jenny too and she's like tears streaming down her eyes oh yeah it was it was pretty emotional um but it was just like one of them really cool moments that wrestling gives you also uh the, the kicks were were interesting <laughs> you yeah, should have seen the other guy. <laughs> they are they are special moments in wrestling, and the moments you can't really uh, create necessarily. You can't fa- fabricate them. The moments that you can't fabricate—that's purely organic, just one hundred percent just emotion. And there's such beautiful moments in wrestling. It's what makes it so emotional for so many people. Like, that's why we watch it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that crowd, they obviously don't know, like, my history or, like, my past or anything like that or what I've grown up with or any of that sort of stuff. But, like, to me, that match, like, meant a lot. And you could probably tell from the, the way that it all happened, but. Yeah, one hundred percent a match. I am like 
putting taking all the time out to watch because I I almost predominantly work. I, I didn't work yesterday, which is yes no. Today is Monday. Ignore me. I wasn't supposed to work today. Um, I usually do work Mondays. I I. It's usually one of the days that I'm always almost always on. So getting it off is very difficult. Uh, it's I've been there without a shadow of a doubt, no even questions asked. But it's that that's a match that you think of and think that's selling tickets no matter what the card is. And clearly the fans thought that as well. I didn't know you were you were well unintentionally face. I never look at you as a as a face. Yeah. I it's like the... it though. Fiery little goblin underdog man. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Bite, bite people, and everyone's like, "Yes, yeah." <laughs> That's great. It's because, it's because the first match was against Thelwell, and everybody hates Thelwell. That's very true. Yeah, That's I hate Thelwell. We all hate Thelwell. I say that my only catch, Joe. He was actually quite cheered when he won the title. <laughs> It'll go back to being booed straight away because nobody likes Tyler. Like, well. <laughs> Absolutely no one. No. But thank you for uh, for for getting me as a baby face, Tyler. <laughs> if you can do one thing, there you go. <laughs> I wonder who's more hated, him or JJ Webb? Him. Oh, well, definitely. Ooh, big call, I think. Yeah, big call. We might oh, have to. Uh, joke. We might have to. Well, get get someone with a few more followers than me, anyway. But get someone to do a poll. Who's more hated on? Like, get a poll on Twitter. JJ Webber on there. Be quite interesting to see that. Um. Well, I've, I've got a question. Saying, can you ever see yourself as a baby face? But that um. Yeah. I'll alter that one. Which one do you, um, from your experiences, which one would you say you'd prefer? I like them both for different reasons. Uh, probably more comfortable. Well, it's not that I'm uncomfortable being a face, but probably more comfortable being a heel because I've mm. just done it since I was 14, basically. Makes I've never sense. really been face anywhere. Um, I've done face for a couple of different promotions now. I like that too because I like firing up. I like that bit and hearing the crowd come back at me, um, and like having a having a crowd of people chant your name as much as it's a bit ego filling. Like it, it's pretty cool. I, um, but then so is so hearing your name. Yeah. So is pissing off an entire room of people. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, that's something I can't wait to do. <laughs> I think. For, for how it makes me feel, probably face, because that's cool, having a, you know, firing up and having the, the reaction and everything like that. Uh, in terms of, like, what I can do creatively, um, probably heal, because I've done it more, so I, I know more ways of, you know, like, I can bite people very happily and, like, do, do all that sort of stuff and know exactly how to get the, the best reaction and everything like that. It makes sense. It does make sense. I think um, 
I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's easier because I don't think so. But um, by human nature, it's easier by human nature to get someone to hate you than to like you. Yeah. That's, that's just nature. But um, it's still very difficult. Uh, it's still an art form in and of itself to creatively get someone to hate you as opposed to just cheap hops. Yeah, like that. to get somebody to actually despise you rather than uh, just superficially on the surface giving you a bit of hate. Exactly. Rather than be like, oh, he's good, him, but yeah, boo. Like, to get people to genuinely despise you is an art form in and of itself. Like, at, um, at LWF, the Wrecking Crew, the, the fans hate them. Like, there's, the, there's a visceral hatred, and it's really great to see. Have you ever been to Markham? I want to. That's, that's oh my, my bucket list. Bucket list to go to Odyssey. Uh, you should see the hate that they give there. <laughs> They're like uh, everyone goes absolutely mental. It's insane. I, uh, like this year, I've been going. Hundred percent. I've had I've had fans like try to start fights with me just in the middle of shows. Really? Like I'm just in my entrance. They're just like trying to start a fight with me. Um, and that's that's really not even a big deal to what other people have had. Jesus. Yeah, that, they just get so, so 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 into it. Yeah, that sounds mad. I remember an AWS show at the Shoddy Town Hall main event, I believe it was. Um, one of the fans got up. It was uh, no disqualifications, and one of the fans picked up this. I, I don't quite hundred percent. It, it happened very fast. But this fan picked up a kendo stick and squared up to David Getsky, just got in his face. And we're, we're oh sort of like, what the fuck was he doing? Like, Getsky thought, like, I think at first he thought it was like, you know, part of the match. It's something else that was happening. But then you kind of realize it was just this fan, like, with a kendo stick probably getting in his face. Like, mate, what are you doing? He was very quickly just ushered out of the building. But, yeah, it's. Why? <laughs> what did he do? Some people just get so into it. It was weird. Really weird. Like, I respect the enthusiasm, but it's just chill out a little bit. Dying it back a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very odd. But um, uh, I can really get into a show. But I don't think I... Purely because I know for a fact more... Like, well, 100% of us would beat the shit out of me. That's pretty much a main reason why I don't do that. <laughs> um, interesting. I got an interesting one. Something that'd be quite interesting in hearing uh, your opinion on. Uh, we've here turn of the year. We'll pretty much just getting straight started with 2022. Who would you think, male or female, or male and female, would be the ones to watch for 2022. I'm always really bad at these because um, <laughs> there's so many. I, 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 there is so many. I give a list and then I like a couple of days after this, I'll think and I'll be like, oh, I should have said them. Should have said them. Oh, but, I, I did a list of the top 10 male and females to watch and I missed out so many people just couldn't get on. It's yeah. so tough. And like I'm so bad at remembering names and everything that <laughs> like I cannot think of people in my head really quickly. 
Yeah. Uh, like you have to give me like a week to, to prepare. But yeah. I've, got, <laughs> I've got two people who I think are a good answer. Um, I did say this one on the uh, podcast with Isaiah Quinn, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, Deck McCarthy, Declan McCarthy. Uh, he's just really good. Uh, he's got a really good attitude. He's always down at training. I don't think a lot of people realise like how good he is right now, but give it a year or two and we'll all be going, oh my God, Deck's great. He was he's in like, my yeah. list, actually. He was yeah. in my 10 list because I agree. I really do agree. I think he's one of those floating a bit under the radar. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, just give him a chance to show, show what he can do and everyone will be going, oh, actually, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Um, and again, like charisma and everything too, it's there. Um, it's just an angry Irishman. I love it. I'm living for <laughs> it. Um, and yeah, he's just always down at training. I think every time I'm there, he's there. He must live there, it's like in the walls. Um, yeah, it's it's just really good. Um, wrestling wise, too, grappling, everything like that. He's sick. He's great. The other person I've got is uh, Will Carter, who I referenced before. As, might be a bit biased because he is yeah. my best friend, but he has been in a similar boat to me, and where we both came from, KOW. Whereas there's nothing wrong with KOW, it's just right out in the middle of nowhere. If you want to like get out and do more shows and try and make it in wrestling, you are not going to be able to do it living in Barrow because it's just so out. You just can't get out the shows. You can't meet people. You can't get your name out or your face out or anything. Um, whereas I moved to Manchester a couple of years ago and then I've started to get a little bit of traction now because I moved to Manchester. Will has just moved to Manchester in September. So, like, once he probably gets into the flow of it, once he, you know, he's at training now, once he's got however many months of training under his belt, um, once he, like, starts properly getting into it and he's getting into the flow of it and everything like that, it'll be similar to uh, what I went through, where he's going to get on more shows and everything. And people are just going to be like, oh, he's actually pretty good. I think he's, he's got a lot of potential, too. Brilliant stuff, yeah. I, I'll, I do look forward to seeing him. He sounds brilliant. I mean, the wrestling scene can't, I, we can't have too much talent on the scene. It's thriving so much right now. It's so, so great to see. And you and I both have seen who's training at the moment to then be that next step. And it's looking incredible there as well. So it's I think we're living in a great time for British British scene right now. I think if COVID would like to leave, yeah, then yeah. I would fully agree. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I think um, twenty two one people were thinking, oh, twenty twenty is out of the way. COVID would be out of the way now. Unfortunately, wait, we kind of wish that was the case. <laughs> well, I'm very happy that we're not still in that that like lockdown you know that yeah. bit where we were kind of like okay we're in lockdown still and then we kind of went into a bit of a are we still in lockdown but maybe yeah. and then we were definitely not in lockdown anymore <laughs> i'm glad that we're definitely not in lockdown anymore yeah because i think back to the before times that <laughs> ah, was rough 
Yeah, that was dark. That was rough. Yeah, I mean, for everyone, like it was just a shit time, and it's it's unprecedented. Like none of us have really lived through like anything like this stuff. Where so, well, hopefully, touch wood, like, this this year will be um will be good, and hopefully we won't be. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully it won't interfere too much. <laughs> uh, on a positive side, not in lockdown anymore. Not isolating anymore either. Um, you know, like I've got a house, got a roof over my head, I've got food, I've got money. I, I'm I'm okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I've got it a lot better than a lot of people. Yeah. If anything, I can just appreciate what I've got and then that, the that's yeah. the attitude to have. That's exactly the attitude to have. I love, I love that. Yeah. Absolutely bang on. Uh, do you have any goals or aspirations for the year? Be it short or long term? Hmm. I just want to wrestle some good matches. That's my number one goal. Um, I just want to enjoy myself, have some good matches, wrestle some friends, wrestle some new people. Um, long term goal is, of course, get signed. Uh, be able to make a living off this that'd be nice yeah. um but but yeah just have a nice time try trying to get across a bit more of the scene i wouldn't mind wrestling a bit more too you know and, and being able to to be one of the guys that like traveling up and down and you know just getting the reps in and getting better i'd very happily like to do that perfect i love that i absolutely love it Pubert, do you have any socials you would like to plug? Any shows you'd like to plug? Uh, I will be on Odyssey Pro Wrestling in Markham on the... I'm so bad at remembering show dates. <laughs> at the end of January. I think it's the 29th. <laughs> sure, it's the 29th. I'll double check. Uh, you can... Um... Yes, the 29th. I'm in the Rumble. I'm going to win the Rumble and become the number one contender and then win all of the titles um you heard it here first heard it here first yeah uh, and i will be at catch for wrestling on the monday night catch on the 7th of february in one big tag match um and I, i'll leave it there uh, and then my socials i've got at two bit which is t-u-b-y-t uh, for instagram it's t-u full stop BYT and then Twitter is to you underscore BYT but if you just search my name I'm sure you'll find me there we go thank you it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so so much for everything it's been great thank you it's been a lot of fun thank you very much and uh, thank you too see you later